All right, everybody. Thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans sponsored by Lion Bolt Media. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest in Future Titan today, I'm super excited from Gilbert, Arizona, none other than Christy Jenks. Christy, it's an honor and a pleasure to have you. I cannot wait uh, to share you with the Titan Nation and the world. So thank you so much for taking the time. Absolutely. I'm super excited. Uh, I dreamt about it last night. It was like, okay, don't mess this up. <laughs> Make sure you bring value. <laughs> <laughs> tons and tons. Everybody get ready. You're going to thank me later. Christy's absolutely incredible. And uh, yeah, I just cannot wait to go into it and really just share you, you as a professional and, and really how you, you live your life and, and, and just everything that's going on in your world. And there's so much to share, Chrissy. So uh, I guess let's just start with the first question, which is telling everybody a little about yourself, your background, you know, who you are, where you're from, what got you into the business, your, your progression to your life and career to today. Yeah, sure. So, you know, it's kind of funny because you sent that question ahead of time. So I was thinking yep. about it and I was like, do we actually know anybody that like, in seventh grade or, you know, seven years old said, I'm going to be a real estater. That's what my kids call it, that I'm a real estater. Like, oh, I right. It. Like, no, I, I didn't, I didn't set out in life to be a real estate agent or a realtor. Right. Yeah. And I think a lot of people in this profession, that's, you know, it's a second profession. Right. Well so I was thinking about like, well, how did I end up here? <laughs> right. Like, how did that happen? And the funny thing is, is I kind of went on this little mind journey and thought, you know what it all comes down to is, I'm, I'm a yes girl. Like I'm okay. open to opportunity. Hmm. So, um, I was born in California and then okay. we moved in middle school to Southern Utah mm -hmm. and I grew up there, went to college, went to high school there. Wow. And after my friends like, Hey, do you want to come nanny for me in Phoenix? And I was like, why not? <laughs> so I said, yes. Sure. And I ended up in Phoenix and then I'm like, Hey, how would I go to massage school? So I'm nannying and I'm doing massage therapy oh and God. you know, and then I had a friend and she was like, Hey, I sell textbooks. Do you think you might want to help me sell textbooks? Now this was in the height of no child left behind. So in terms of like money for education, mm -hmm. there was a ton of money for education. So I was like, Sure. So I start selling textbooks and I'm helping my friends sell textbooks all over the Western United States. And she's like, Hey, do you want to go run the state of New Mexico? And I'm like, sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I moved to New Mexico and I'm selling textbooks all over New Mexico and working with the Navajo nation, which was one of my favorite parts of working, um, with the schools is, is kind of seeing these unique schools and, and, um, well, of course, as we know what's happened with education, the money just started disappearing. Wow. And at that point I was like, wow, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how much longer I can do this. Mm -hmm. So I transitioned into technology and I started training teachers on how to use technology in the classroom, which oh, was wow. super fun. And um, my husband at the time, well, he's still my husband, not at the time, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Meryl, he, he was launching his real estate career and he was just a mess. He was a hot mess. Like, oh. and he'll say that himself. He'll say, oh my gosh, Christy, like kind of 
brought it all in. But he was, he had hired a couple assistants and like, they didn't work out. I mean, he tried hiring my sister for a while. Like he was just so desperate for help. And I was kind of in this position where I was like, I liked what I was doing, but Mm -hmm. again, not a ton of money in education. I'm training on technology. Technology changes every day, as you know. Well said. And so he's like, do you want to be my ISA? (laughs) I'm like, well, what's an ISA? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right? Like, awesome. what does that mean? <laughs> what is that? He's like, do you, you'll make calls. Like you'll make calls for me. And I'm like, sure. Yeah. So I left my job hmm. uh, and my like company car and my company laptop and my company phone and my company wow. credit card and my 401k. Like it was a big deal for yeah. our family. Right. Cause Merrill's selling real estate and yeah. I've I'm holding kind of those stable, responsible things. Sure, right. <laughs> and uh, I left and and I became his ISA. And while I was his ISA, I was in the process of getting licensed. Okay. And it was just, it was this crazy time because we were also foster parents and we were getting placements. So we were changing careers and becoming parents for the very first time. But it was really, you know, I I fell in love with it right away. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I was licensed, I had my first transaction within the first week. Like I had a client under contract. I was, uh, we hired a buyer's agent because I was setting so many appointments for Merrill that he couldn't, I was booking myself and him and we still had like, (laughs) people that needed. So we hired a buyer's agent and, you know, we're just, we're just moving forward. And our broker's like, Hey, you guys are doing a pretty good job. How about we coach you? And we're like, sure. Right. Like, again, totally open for opportunities. Wow. So I'm like, yeah, let's do that. So she starts coaching us and our, our business just kind of exploded from there. And it was funny because again, going down this path of, well, how did I end up where I am today? Yeah. I remember at the first year mark of being a licensed agent, one of the people that I had gone to school with, I reconnected and I was like, oh my gosh, it's so good to see you. How's business? I'm like, it's so crazy. I think I sold like 30 homes last year, right? Which it was just insane. Yeah. And they had not even sold a single home. And I like, Hmm. I could not believe that. Again, I was just like head down working because our family livelihood depended on it with Meryl and I both being in real estate. And I went home and I talked to Meryl and I was like, you know, it's so crazy because they seem like such a great agent to me. They seem like they really had it together. How could they go a whole year and not sell a single home? And it clicked for me then that I was fortunate enough to just like be on a team instantaneously, mm-hmm. right? Sure. Like I had Merrill and I had, you know, a transaction coordinator at the time. So it was like instantaneous team. I didn't right. know that's what it was, but I had all this system and structures in place. And I realized that most agents were just winging it. Yeah. They had no idea what they were doing. Like mm. no technology, no systems, no structure, no plan. They were literally winging it. And yeah. that's how you go a whole year and not sell at home. And so my passion was always with education and Mm -hmm. kind of teaching and helping. And so I was like, I'm going to just, I'm just going to start training agents. Like, and my broker was like, Hey, Christy, do you want to? And I was like, yes. So I started signing up to teach classes at the brokerage and started training agents how to use a CRM. I could not believe that most agents, and even now, like I, when I meet somebody, I'm like, how do you run your business and you do not have a place for your people, right? right? And so I just started teaching some technology tips because Mm -hmm. 
at this point in time, we now had seven kids, right? So we went from zero to seven in just a few short years. So it was out of necessity, right? Like if I wanted to keep my sanity, I had to utilize systems and structure and calendars and things like that. So I started training other agents on it and um, I got great feedback and my peers asked for me to do more of it. And then the next thing I knew, I was like, hey, I think I want to be a Tom Ferry coach because <laughs> I don't have enough to do. <laughs> oh my gosh, Chris, <laughs> right? this is great. And it was kind of, it was just one of these things, like I thought about it in the middle of the night. I was like, cause we were coaching with Tom Ferry at the time. And I was like, mm -hmm. you know, that would be so cool if I could share on an even bigger platform than just kind of these dropping into a brokerage and sharing or, you know, teaching locally. And so I was like, Oh, they'll never accept me. I'll never oh. make it. <laughs> but I applied. And then when I made it, I was like, this is going to be so awesome. Wow. And that's kind of, you know, so that's, that's where I'm at. Like right now I sell real estate with Merrill on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays, but Tuesdays and Thursdays is the day that I coach for Tom Ferry. Oh, and man. it's just, it's so much fun. Cause I get to, I get to be with people, which I love kind of giving back, helping problem solve, finding the bottlenecks in their business. And just like, and especially I have like a special soft spot for women <laughs> and yeah, moms yeah. Sure. because they're so they're Well, I mean, we know that there are a lot of women real estate agents, right? Oh, and many of them are moms. And mm. it's this balance of how do I grow my business and not neglect my children or my husband, right? In that mm -hmm. family life. Yeah. And so it's kind of like my, if you say, if I had a niche, I would say, yeah, it's definitely moms and real estate is mm. where I find my sweet spot of just helping them utilize tools that are out there to mm. work more efficiently. So that's kind of how I got here just by being open to opportunity and saying yes and learning new things. And that's how you end up in real estate. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, Christy, I love that story. And again, the detail that you put into that is absolutely mind blowing because you, you took us from literally the beginning all the way to today and so many decisions, so many forks in the road that you made that yes decision, that you were open to an opportunity or, or uh, the thought process of something different in life. And a huge takeaway right off the bat for everybody out there. I mean, there's so many doors that can be opened, but whether you decide to walk through them uh, is a completely different, you know, scenario. And then once you walk through them, what are you doing with it? Right. And you, you're, you're excelling and you're taking that, moving that forward. And there, there's no, no surprise to me why the growth of the team is, is what it is and why you teach and educate so many incredible producers all over, you know, not just locally, but through, you know, Tom Ferry and, and everything that you do, it's, um, it's through true practice, right? You practice what you preach yes. and you're there every day putting in the work and you've done that. And to me, it's just super inspiring to the, to the portion. And, you know, this is off the cuff, Christy. And like, if you don't want to go there, that's fine. But I do want to ask you because family is very important to me. And I know a lot of people that are out there. So you had mentioned, you know, seven kids and what, what, what's that been like? And I guess to anybody out there who is thinking that their, their life is busy and that they don't have <laughs> enough time coming from somebody with your exact perspective. Um, I would love for you to kind of share that with the audience and everybody's watching or listening, you know, what, what was the, the thought behind the family? And then, you know, how do you balance, how do you make that happen in your world? Just kind of off the cuff there. That's actually, uh, you know, Greg, that's one of the questions that I get asked most often. Okay. Um, 
And I'll just make a little plug. It's actually yeah. May and it's National Foster Care Awareness Month. Huh. So okay. uh, that's kind of like everything I'm doing on social media this month. I'm, uh, you know, I'm always real estate, but in May, I do like to turn it back to foster care um, just because that's where our family came from. Yeah, Our family was born through foster care and adoption. Wow. And so um, just kind of keep that out there. If, if uh -huh. anybody ever has questions about foster care, please reach out to me. Hmm. I always let everybody know I'll share the good, the bad, the ugly. I won't hide anything from you. I'll tell you my darkest, you know, moments. Uh -huh. And of course the moments of, of, you know, that we're the most happy. Uh -huh. um, but I'll say something a little unconventional yeah, love in it. that I don't believe, I don't believe there's balance. Okay. I truly don't. Sure. I used to, I used to think like, oh, I needed to have this work-life balance. But the problem when you think of balance is you think of the scales of balance, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah. so if my family's over here and works over here and I'm trying to be balanced, one's always pulling the other, right? So yeah. there's, very, very difficult. So I'll give you an example, like Tuesdays and Thursdays, I told you, I coach for Tom and I, mm -hmm. I really try hard to keep my, my schedule that just those two days, wow. which means I told you this morning, I wake up at four 30, mm -hmm. I get to the office by like five 45 at mm -hmm. the latest. And then I'm coaching and I'm here all day mm -hmm. until about four 35 o'clock in the afternoon. Wow. So it's a full 12 hour day. Yeah. So let me ask you, how do I get balance on a Tuesday and Thursday? It would be impossible because right. my, my clock actually shows that I put in 11 to 12 hours at the office. Wow. So what I look for is I look for this, um, I call them the, you know, the filling the bucket moments. Mm. What means the most to my family? Yeah. What means the most to me? Mm -hmm. And it may not be tit for tat. It may not be 30 minutes here and 30 minutes there. Right. It may be sitting down snuggling and reading a book for 10 minutes, but it fills my child's bucket super high. Right. Wow. So I'm not looking for balance. I'm looking that at the end of the week, I can look at my schedule in my calendar and say, Oh yeah, we went on that family walk and I had that great, like I, yesterday I rode my, my son's longboard. Okay. Oh, so cool. he was teaching me how to longboard. Yeah. That was 30 minutes out of my day. Mm -hmm. But honestly, I feel like our relationship, it wasn't 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. It was, we had some really cool conversations. Mom tried riding the longboard, she didn't fall, which was awesome, right? Like, <laughs> yes. so I look at my week and I just strive to make sure that by the end of the week, did I, did I touch each one of my kids mm -hmm. and my husband and my mom and like whoever needs me, did we have a meaningful connection and was it enough? And sometimes it's not mm -hmm. enough. And then I go back and I say, okay, I'm gonna clear this out of my work schedule because mm -hmm. I'm not, quote unquote balance. I'm not yeah. filling that. And so that's what I really look for is like, can I, am I adding the same amount of energy and intensity to each of these buckets in the third bucket? So there's work, yeah. there's family. Uh -huh. And the one we all forget about is ourself, right? right? Mm -hmm. Like we forget. And so that's obviously exercise, diet, uh, mm -hmm. reading, you know, professional development, personal development, all of that. Like, heck, if you just need to take a nap, right, yeah. whatever it is so yes. that you don't have a breakdown. Yeah. Um, did I did I put enough energy and effort into those three areas mm -hmm. and where do I feel a little, you know, out of whack right. and, and make adjustments? So that's that's really my goal is just like when I'm planning out my calendar. Time blocking is a big thing that people ask me about all the time. Sure. And so I'll say, okay, the first thing that goes into my calendar is my personal life. Hmm. 
because I do believe that saying, if it's not on your calendar, it doesn't exist. Right. So like Tuesday nights, Meryl and I coach basketball for our uh, daughter and um, son. And so I don't show homes on Tuesday nights between seven and eight, right? Like right. why? Because I'm teaching basketball. Mm -hmm. And so if it's not on my calendar, then someone could try to schedule me. So my right. personal stuff goes on first, hmm. right? Love then that. I back up and I say, okay, now that dentist appointment, date night, basketball, book report, whatever it is, yeah. right? Now that that's on there, what do I need to get done for work? Well, obviously I need prospecting, right? Got to do my lead generation, lead follow-up. So then yep. that goes into my calendar. I back back out and say, okay, now I've got projects that I need to do. Hmm. I kind of put those in. So my to-do list actually goes from a to-do list into my calendar. And if it doesn't make it into my calendar, then I make that decision. And I just say, cause that's the other big mistake I see people making mm -hmm. is they've got a to-do list that's this long. Wow. And it just goes from week to week to week because they never put it in their calendar to actually do it. Wow. So I make those decisions that out of the 20 things that I want to do, what are the two or three things that I'm going to do this week and put it into my calendar? Huh. Uh, since I implemented that, I get way more done. And wow. then I may have some blank spots in my calendar, but I really don't have that many blank spots because I'm personal, right? And uh -huh. lead generation uh, yep. and follow-up plus my projects. Mm -hmm. I don't have a ton of flex space in my calendar, but that works for me right now. Mm -hmm. right? For right now, it works. Every once in a while, I will overload my calendar and I feel it and I don't mm -hmm. like it. And so I, I step back and say, okay, this is a good thing. But if I want to be great, I got to take this out so I can go deeper wow. in this area, right? Because you do have to say no to things sometimes mm -hmm. so that you can fulfill upon other areas. So that was a long answer, but it's just trial and error and prioritizing, right? So prioritizing, you know, what's most important to you and then making sure it gets in the calendar. <laughs> oh my gosh, though, Christy. But you, when you're mentioning that, you're dropping so many heavy levels of knowledge into anybody who's watching or listening. And you're looking at it from the standpoint of the three buckets, as you mentioned, and not looking at it from a, a, a traditional balance sort of sense, but you're, you're providing that energy and you're reevaluating which I absolutely love that you're, it's not saying that I'm doing X, Y, and Z exactly the same every day, every week, every month, every year. It's, you really have to see what needs your attention and, and what's okay with not having it right now. And, mm -hmm. and I, I think that that's the ebbs and flows and really monitoring and caring. But um, so many professionals, they, they focus on everybody else but themselves. And, and, and I think that that message hopefully rung loud and clear with a lot of people you know, tuning in is, you know, you got to take care of you. And that's important because you won't be the best version of yourself for anybody in your life. Your well, you family. Burn out. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't work. Yeah. It just doesn't, not for long periods of time. And well, <laughs> I, I find that when people burn out, it actually takes much longer. So like when you think of like snuffing a fire and like mm -hmm. burning out, yep. when, when a person gets to that point, they can't just take a day off and jump back into the grind. So I'm, I am always trying to get my coaching clients, like, don't get to that point. I would much rather have you take a half a day off, take a full day off. Don't get to the point where you're just so depleted that mentally you check out for a week or even longer, because then you start to say things like, I'm just not motivated, right? Like all of this stuff plays into effect. So mm. I would say, I would caution, do not, I call it redlining. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes 
I, and I use, you know, if you shifting the gears and, yeah, you know, yeah. looking at, at that, sometimes I redline it. Sometimes mm -hmm. I have a project that I'm pushing through and I will just, those RPMs are revving and I'm pushing through, but I, I'm conscious of it. Mm -hmm. And I'm then know that this isn't forever. This is just for me to get through this. And then I'm going to pull back. Right. And yeah. we're going to normalize. But if mm -hmm. you're constantly redlining, like it's just, simple you're going to blow the engine and mm -hmm. what happens if you blow the engine it's super expensive right you've got downtime mm -hmm. now you can't do anything it's just that would be the worst do not burn out take mm -hmm. the steps to manage so that you can still be in production you can still care for your family mm -hmm. and you don't have to just mentally and physically check out for a week or more oh my gosh and yeah. find that motivation again i i love the analogy that you you did that and for anybody in the the automotive world and they know that the re redlining's fun, you know, if you're doing it for pleasure, but uh, you know, if you're constantly pushing that, that red line, you're going to blow that motor. I mean, and, and I agree with you hundred percent. And I think that so many people, it's just wonderful to hear it from a true practitioner, somebody who understands life and, you know, the energy transfer and really looking at big goals and, and big change in community and family. And Christy, this is, this is huge. We haven't even gotten to the advisory part of this yet. And you're just dropping <laughs> so much incredible stuff. I, I, before we get to that, that question though, just on the, on the note of the team growth, and I know that you guys are, are always growing and, and, and changing, but I guess I just want to encourage anybody out there, if any of this information is really touching or engaging with you, please reach out directly to Christy and, and, and understand that this is just tiny little bits of information that you could be learning, not just directly mentored, but on a regular basis. And, and we are all guilty by association, you know, who we surround ourselves with, it really does matter positive or negative. And gosh, I'm just glad that we're hanging out right now, Christy. That's all I gotta say. Surrounding myself with you is not a bad thing at all uh, when it comes down to that. So let's go into um, the second portion into here too, which I want to talk about uh, just if you could look back at your career and thus far and, and really pick or choose one or two things that you added to your business that you really saw the needle move, you, you saw growth and scale. And if it was for for timeframes or for, for the team dynamic, or just for you as an individual, um, whether it's personal or professional, what's that look like for you, Christy? What, what advice would you share out to anybody who's watching or listening that way? Well, I think, you know, I was really blessed that I didn't have, I mean, again, cause real estate wasn't my first career, mm -hmm. uh, working in different industries. Um, it's such a simple thing. And every agent that I run into at conferences and like on the Facebook forums that people ask questions, like one of the most common questions is what CRM should I use? Right? Like, uh -huh. should I use a CRM? What CRM should I use? And it, it's, you know, mind boggling to me. So in my previous career, like uh -huh. we used CRM, you know, and, and a CRM is just a client relations management software, right? It organizes your people for you. It's an electronic Rolodex. Yep. And if you're smart, you pair that, you know, with technology, <laughs> I know I'm preaching to the choir here, <laughs> no, this is good. This is great. but you, you pair that with technology to automate a lot of your business. And that's really where our team started to kind of outperform our peers Love is it. I just said at the time we were using Boomtown. Currently mm -hmm. we're using Sierra. We've used so many different ones. So I'm not sure. going to say one's better than the other because right. they all have their own little, you know, um, 
things that they do, the most important thing is that you have something. But it was really looking at, you know, we were generating all these leads online, right? Mm -hmm. So everybody wants leads, we're generating leads and we're, we're doing this. And, and again, I'm the ISA. (laughs) So I'm making all the calls and all the calls and sending all the emails and doing all the text messages. And I just, I said, there's gotta be a better way. Like we, we should be able to automate some of this. (laughs) And so I would say if you are an agent and you are not leaning into technology for Mm -hmm. automation, right? Like my goal is that, you know, 80% of my follow-up is through automation and 20% is my human time. Now, if you're in a certain stage, it might be 50, 50. Cause mm-hmm. I, I do want to make that clarification. Like certain stages of a lead will be 50, 50. Like if I'm trying to get you into a hot, you know, ready to buy, then there's going to be more human interaction right? and, and less automation. But for a lot of our leads, especially online leads that are generated, mm-hmm. yeah, and we just let automation really kind of flesh out price ranges and locations. And then we engage with human connection and we're able to move it up just the next notch, right? And, and kind wow. of move there. So leaning into technology, I, I use Calendly as an mm-hmm. example, yeah. right? There's so much time. And if not Calendly, Boomerang does it. And there's like a lot of different software. So don't get fixated on the actual software. But the idea is I just send you a link Mm -hmm. and you go and schedule into my calendar at a time that works for you. Right. And we don't have to have this engagement back and forth. And, and, you know, it's like, when's good for you? When's good for me? It's like, no, here's a link to my calendar. (laughs) If it's available, I'll be there. But it's, you know, really leaning into technology to Mm. just make life easier. Sure. And um, and protect my human time, right. Mm. Where it's like high level thinking and connecting with humans. Right. Right. So my human time should be guarded to connect with humans. What's the highest and best use of my time, setting appointments, going on appointments, negotiating deals, right? Right. Like that's what I should be spending the majority of my time on, but that's not what most people are doing. They're they're most of the time they're, you know, trying to create a door knocking flyer or they Mm -hmm. are right. Like there's just all these different things that they're doing. So really leaning in to technology. But then I started out by saying like, I was a yes girl. I just Mm -hmm. had an open mind. Really what it is, is a growth mindset, right? Like Mm -hmm. if you're, if you, you know, love personal development at all, you've heard growth mindset versus fixed mindset Sure. and just saying, okay, how can I make this better? Surely there has to be a way. Anytime we hit a pain point, just saying, okay, let's get better, right? Let's mm-hmm. let's figure it out. So like currently we're hiring a sales manager. We're like in this growth mode. So we're hiring a sales manager. And it's like, yes. okay. And you and I were talking about this. I'm like, I need a marketing manager next. Like I already know. It's like, you know, it's like, it's just being open to, okay, we're at capacity. We need another person who, you know, weakest link, let's fill it boom, put the person in there, kind of put that person there. And then again, so I picked three technology for sure, (laughs) having a growth mindset, um, and then not winging it. Mm. Like I can't stress that enough, have a plan, have a calendar, like actually don't wake up and just wing the day Mm. plan. Like, what are you going to accomplish today? What is your goal for today? What is your goal for this week? Because when you wing it, you just miss so many opportunities and you're, you might not even be in the right position to be open to for an opportunity because you weren't prepared. 
Oh, gosh, but but Christy, that, that that is so informative in in so many different facets. From you looking at it from the mindset and mentality to really you know time blocking in the proper manner, but then setting up the systems to allow you to utilize your highest and best use of your time. And uh, I mean, there was so much in there to address all of that <laughs> it is, is absolutely insane, uh, you know, just on this particular deal. And, and I can't, I guess I can't stress enough to everybody out there. I mean, you're literally getting a tiny taste of what it would be like to have a one-on-one conversation with Christy and obviously either being on the team or that sort of thing. So with Christy, cause we didn't really, we talked about it a little bit with the coaching, but What's the best way for anybody who's on this to get a hold of you? I mean, if they really just want to learn more from you or, or get involved with the team, what, what are the best ways? How, do, how does that look like? A lot of people reach me through social media. So okay. either on Facebook or Instagram is fine. Um, email, you know, I always say don't call <laughs> because yep. most of the time I'm doing things like this, right? Sure. I'm either on a coaching call like this. Yep. Um, but yeah, I find that, you know, um, reaching out through social media is always good. I am always like, I'm a giver. I love people. I love helping. And so, um, you know, if people just have a question, they can reach out to me. And if I have anything in my arsenal or, you know, my resources, I'm always happy to share. So I think social media is probably the easiest way for people to reach out. And it's just Christy Jank. So it's, I'm pretty easy to find on social. Awesome. And everybody, I'll have links in the comments down below as always. Please follow, please, you know, engage. I cannot stress this enough. This has been incredible. But Christy, I do want to mention one more thing, uh, you know, before we wrap everything up. I mean, I know we could talk all day long about the different tactics and thought processes and, and systems to be utilizing and implementing through technology and everything that you mentioned and more. But I also want to just kind of talk about projects that are uh, up and coming. And, you know, I'm always super interested in what the Titans are doing. And, and you, you guys are doing so many incredible things in, in real estate and life and world. But uh, I do believe that you're in the process of, uh, you know, writing the book very specifically. Yes. <laughs> I would love to just make a pre-announcement. I know it's not ready yet, but could you could you tell the audience a little bit about the book that you're crafting and what it's about and kind of when they could hopefully expect it or look out for it? Absolutely. And Kelsey's going to be, so Kelsey is my director of operations and, or my operations manager. And, um, she really is, you know, that whole yin to your yang and that like balance. Um, so if you couldn't tell I'm expressive, I love people. Love. I'm like a little loud, excited, high energy. And some of the things that I don't love, it's funny because I'm always putting together systems, mm -hmm. but yeah. if you were to look at my like personality profile, my mm -hmm. lowest indicator is analytical, wow. right? Like, okay. it's funny, I, but yeah. it's, it came out of necessity, right? So mm -hmm. process and systems came out of necessity because I just needed it. Right. But what do I love doing? I do not love the details in that. You know, right. I don't, I don't love that. And Kelsey, um, she does. And so mm -hmm. it's funny because we keep bumping into people at conferences and just people that reach out about, you know, how are you guys doing this and how are you guys doing that? Mm -hmm. And so one day we were, we were laughing and it was like, you know, I'm all sparkles because I do love sparkles. I mean, I've got LED lights on my bookcase and, you know, um, it's like, I'm, I'm sparkles yeah. and she, she has glasses. I have glasses too, but she has glasses. So I said, you know what it is? It's like, you know, I'm like all jazzy and you're kind of nerdy, but we were like, no, how about sparkles and spectacles? And I was like, that's perfect. Oh, I love that. But what it, what it, what it's all about is how do you work with 
right? Like, so if you are energetic and, and just an expressive artist, go, 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 go. Think about sure. the details later. You can get into a lot of trouble that way. Sure. Um, how do you work with and communicate with someone on the opposite side, right? Someone mm. that makes decisions slower, someone that is about process and system and detail and why you should work together. And so, um, so we're, we're basically putting together some strategies and tools of how to hire an assistant, work with assistant, communicate with the assistant and some of like the pitfalls. And that could also be for the driver personality, right? Cause I'm an right. expressive driver, which means that I can be like, come on, Greg, let's go. Let's just get it done. Right. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Cause I'm fast. And, and, and if you are, if you're on the opposite side of me, you make decisions slowly and mm -hmm. you need more detail. And I can't estimate. I'm always like, just estimate. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, no, we don't we can't estimate on the PL, Christy. It has to be exact. Uh, oh my so gosh. it's just, it's a project that we're working on that's really designed to help people. Mm -hmm you know, work with someone on the other side of the personality profile with them hmm. and use it to your advantage to grow, right? Like where's your weak spot, find that person, know how to communicate and work with them and then go farther than you ever imagined. So it's oh just, it's God. a fun project. We're hoping to be able to have something to share with people towards the end of the year, the beginning of 2022 is our goal. Awesome. Um, but it's just going to be a guide to to help people really kind of push through projects and find your weakness and how to find someone that's your strength and work together because it can be hard i don't know if you've ever experienced that like working with somebody that's the complete opposite of you for right? sure for sure <laughs> and and christy when you mentioned that i mean that i'm so glad that you were able to share that with the audience and i know for a fact that i'll be one of the first people to pre-order so when, <laughs> whenever that that book is available uh sparkles and spectacles um, I, I really want to make sure that uh, I let everybody know that too. And, and we'll keep everybody informed when it's available. It's good uh, accountability, to... right? I just upped our deadline. I was teasing Greg. I said, <laughs> Kelsey doesn't even know this. Now it's going to drop, you know, in January. <laughs> That's great. You <laughs> do all the projects. I'm just, I'll just show up when she tells me to. <laughs> it was not intended, not, no accountability intended, but I, I'm glad because I, I think that that is a, a huge uh, level of information that people can really take perspective from. And again, from a true practitioner and, and seeing your dynamic with the team. And, and again, just the, the people that I've had, um, you know, engagement with, with, with your organization is absolutely incredible and just their hearts and, and their giving of nature and just true practitioners. I love it. You guys are all guilty by association that way. There's no doubt. I, I see why the success is there um, growing constantly and then some Christy. So I, I'll have links in the comments down below as always, everybody. And um, yeah, I just can't, Christy, I can't thank you enough for taking the time. It, it was absolutely incredible. And seriously, it was just so so informative and warm. And, uh, you know, I know that there's tons of takeaways for everybody out there. So thank you so much for taking the time. It was awesome. I appreciate the invitation. And again, if anything sparked interest and you've got a question or you're running into, you know, some sort of a, a you know, bottleneck in your business, reach out. If I have an answer, I'm happy to help. I, I love giving back to the real estate community. I want every agent to be successful and to reach their potential. And I know that it's possible. I, there's no, in my opinion, there's no better job or profession for a working parent than real estate. You just have to have the discipline. That's my mantra right here. Be disciplined, stay accountable, and always hustle, right? Like uh, if you do those three things, you will be successful in real estate. Christy, I love it. You are a shining light. You are a true benchmark for everybody to look up to and, and really aspire to just have that in their life and in their world. So uh, you, you are an official real estate titan. I need to dub <laughs> that. 
honor you can wear. No one can ever take it away. But uh, Christy, thank you so much again. It was just, it was just incredible. Appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah. And everybody out there, thank you as always for your time and attention, your love and support. If you like here at Doing the Real Estate Titans, don't forget to like and subscribe. You know what to do at this point. Do you have to give our sponsor a quick shout out, Lionbolt Media? If you are in real estate and you're looking to leverage and grow your real estate business with the top technology, really looking at it from ad space to content creation to really engage with the consumer for lead generation, ultimately conversion, uh, check out their free mini course. We'll have a link down below and uh, you can learn everything at lionboltmedia.com. We are live here on Real Estate Titans every Tuesday afternoon with a different Titan in a different location. Catch everybody in the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. Thanks again, Christy. Thank you. Bye.